What's going on, guys? This is Live on Two Wheels, episode 13. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about this controversial Yamaha R7. We got a lot to talk about. It's a good sign when your own intro gets stuck in your head. Right? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Live on Two Wheels. I am Chase on Two Wheels, and my co-host, Bo, is here. Bo, say hey to everybody. <laughs> Guys, uh, Bo's going for a weekend, weekend at Bernie's vibe, so if he looks... <laughs> Seeing you is so much greater. Oh, my God. How is everybody doing today? Welcome to live on two wheels we are on episode 13 and this episode as always ladies and gentlemen is sponsored by our buddies over at tonnet which is a cool motorcycle app that you should check out we will talk about those guys later uh in today's episode chase is a what's it called uh, chase is a secret agent and uh so i told you guys you said you, it wrong again wait what you've what, committed what? to your own mistake <laughs> That's secret been, service I've, I've gone through a lot of my life committing to mistakes and just feeding secret into it service so guys if you guys watched last last week um i have headphones that i typically like use to edit videos and stuff but i don't like the look of headphones so what i did was i got these What's wrong with headphones <laughs> nothing's wrong with headphones i just don't like them for a show so what i did is i bought a little secret agent look at these look at this little secret agent thing so now check it secret Service. Secret service. Sorry, Bo keeps correcting me. So <laughs> I can look this way, look at my laptop, look at you guys, and I don't have any crazy thing on my head. So I'm a fan of it. You guys have to let me know in the chat. Um, so for you guys that are new here, um, this is Live on Tours, your weekly tours, your weekly motorcycle live show that's also a podcast. So if you guys don't want to look at our faces, you can actually only listen to us. And on your favorite podcasting platform. <laughs> on your favorite podcasting platform, which, let's all say it together, guys, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Fun fact, I look up the stats today. Do you know that half of the people that listen to this show, the podcast version, half of them are on Apple Podcasts, the other half are on Spotify. Also, no, half are on Android, half are on Apple, and then 60% listen to it on Spotify. It's pretty interesting, right? Guys, uh, if you are listening, if you're if you're one of the forty percent that are listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you could write write a review for us and uh, give us a little rating. Uh, that's going to help us get to the number two spot. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying for one. We're not overachievers. We're realistic. Um, also, if you're watching this video, you guys know what to do from the get go. Hit that like button if you are here live for the episode. Uh, guys, we're going to do some housekeeping real quick, and uh, we have to talk about this R7. That's the royal we. I, there's, this is going to be one of those episodes where you say lots of things, and I go, mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. So uh, the, it's okay. A lot of you guys are here because y'all are here every week. You know that me and Bo try to cover the entire motorcycle spectrum. I cover the sport side. He covers the cruiser side, and we kind of meet in the middle for the naked stuff. So, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> we no. Luke in the background. Oh, God. you the clap. We're meeting in the middle for the naked stuff. Let's <laughs> freaking go. <laughs> I would like uh, whoever is Anat or uh, do- oh god, I want to take that out. Can I remove nope, that from I'm the, the editor? <laughs> oh god. Well, okay. So we're meeting in the middle for the naked stuff, but unfortunately, <laughs> this is the na- this is the super sport that we're talking about. So I'm going to do a lot of the talking. I'm done. I might as well leave now. It's not going to get any better. Um, so guys, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to do a little housekeeping first, but. If you guys haven't seen, uh, we've told you guys that the channel, ever since it got hacked late last year, has just been this kind of like shell of what it used to be. Now, we have been getting a lot better. Uh, we had the Super Legera First Ride that came out a few weeks ago. It's doing super well. But y'all, this R7 press launch video, I think everybody on YouTube was so fed up with so much R7 content because everybody sees the spec sheet, and it, it's it's YouTube, so it's like, I'm going to make a video as soon as possible, and to say my opinion. But every video online of the R7 was all spec sheet talk, and it's just like, how how much spec sheet talk can you hear before it's just like, I'm, I get it. I, I know it's a CP2 engine and all this kind of stuff. So when we put that R7 video out, 
bro, it is blowing up. I don't remember a video that has done that well. So it's it's super popular. Obviously, you guys really care about the bike. So um, in that video, you know, when we're making YouTube videos, we have to put so we can only put so much content in a video. There is a lot I want to talk about with the R7, and I just didn't get in that video. And I'm I'm reading all these comments, and I'm like, I, I feel like you guys got it way off. So we're going to talk about that uh, in today's episode. But first, housekeeping. What happened this week? What have we... Um, I mean, all right. So we came back from our various... Events. You were at right. Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. I did. Me and Brian were at Get On Moto Fest. Right. How did you like Get On Moto Fest? Now, so this is the week after. How did it go? That was their first Get On Moto Fest. Uh, Revzilla, shout out to them. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Anthony and Hyvis, Brian. Yeah, they're cool. There's my boys. They're, they're cool. Cool right. dudes. Couple of cool dudes. Um, it was awesome. It is everything that I love about meetups. Uh, and you were on a meetup high yeah. going out to that. So did it, so? My question yes. to you is: Did that uh, quench your meetup thirst uh, well, that you no, were having? No, it <laughs> no, it, it made it worse. The fire. Gotcha. <laughs> so the biggest takeaway from from this is uh, what I've always loved about the motorcycle community. Each one of the creators and the people that went there, right? All the fans of the creators, like each person. There's so many different personalities, right? Not a single like butting heads or any like clicked off like crap. It was just people enjoying motorcycles and creating content and viewing content about it. And it was just like instantly everybody was just like high five him and like right. it was so cool from from uh what the the few clips we haven't edited the video that we're making on the get on moto fest yet but from the clips i've seen from you guys it looks like a really fun time um and yeah you're right i was at the distinguished gentleman's ride on sunday and uh we actually got that video edited today it'll be out next week but it's just like a good vibe video yeah uh it's everybody's dressed up everybody's in these like classic looking bikes it's I, I a was fun time smiling the whole time editing it. yeah it, it was a good time we got a super chat too by the way we do got a lot of super chats thank you guys for uh doing a little super chat things um who is made who is the r7 made for we will definitely get into that i yep. promise uh love the show here uh break down the r7 means yamaha's lineup and it's seemingly measuring yeah so we're we're gonna dive all into the r7 stuff um Actually, I mean that's that's pretty much it, honestly, right? Like, there's that we had the press launch video that for the R7 that came out on thir- on Tuesday. Finally, we had that kind of sitting behind an embargo for a little while. If you guys don't know, I was getting a lot of questions because I'm open and honest with people about embargoes and stuff. So, uh, at some press launches for motorcycles, um, the manufacturer actually puts an embargo out, which all that means is all the press people that go to the press launch, nobody can put out their editorial review. <laughs> yeah, until nobody. A, Nobody is supposed to put Zero out. Zero people can put out their opinions <laughs> about it online before said date. So that's what an embargo is. So as one of the media people, we had to hold our video uh, until until the twenty uh, whatever the twenty twenty fifth or twenty sixth, whatever it yeah. was. Um, so that's why that video came out then. We learned some things about embargoes, <laughs> so now we're we feel better. What, the, we're the only ones that adhere to them <laughs> ever. So, regardless, we're we're better informed next time we go. Um, so, if you guys don't know, I imagine a lot of you do. Uh, we'll get into this R seven thing. So, uh, Yamaha just released an R seven. Uh, it is it, it is the same way to the MT-07 that the R3 is to the MT-03, and it's the same way that the MT-10 is to the R1. It is a sport version of an MT-07. That's a real good way of telling you, uh, telling people that you enjoy the MT-10 more than the R1. Is it, Why? Is that you, you, you just listed the ones you liked before the ones you didn't. You're like, <laughs> R3 better than the R, uh, MT-03, and you're like, and the MT-10 to the R1. Okay, I'm not going to deny that fact, because I do like the R3, but that's interesting. Interesting, right? I like the R3 more than the MT-03. I like the MT-10 more than I like the R1. Because you would think if I liked one of the sport ones, I'd like all the sport ones. Mm. So it is interesting that yeah. um, it's interesting that the engine characteristics are the more important thing. So uh, basically, what I'm seeing people upset about, and I'll go ahead and like we'll hit off on the name thing because both 
in the press launch because um at the press launch the night before like we had dinner and then we had this like presentation that yamaha gave to us and they they listed off all of this stuff and uh, I'll, I'll go through some of that with you guys just to have some clarity on you know what drove yamaha to make this decision um and i can talk about all this stuff because you know yamaha will put it out and um some of the other uh reviewers have have talked about it as well so i'm i'm fine to talk about it mm-hmm. uh so the r7 name a lot of people are upset because back in the day, and Bo, if you want to show my screen, I can show you guys a photo. Um, Yamaha used to have an R7 back in the day, and it looked like this guy, this little red boy. Um, that supposedly, back, I, I haven't super researched this R7, but from what I understand, it was a super rare, super high quality machine, right? So now... This is the old one, as you can see. So then when people see the new R7, this is the new R7. And by the way, I think it looks glorious. It's a pretty mic. A lot, I've, I'm noticing a lot of comments. People say they don't like that center light. Y'all can get bent. Yeah, so I I truly love the look of this motorcycle. I love every single bit of it, um, looks-wise at least. So, you know, it, to each their own. But anyway, um, so we've got the old-school R7 that people... Uh, you know, have, have known, but like, I don't think a lot of people knew this, (laughs) this was even a bike because like I've been in the motorcycle space for a hot minute and I didn't know it was a thing. It was only when we started hearing rumors of the R7 and Bo, I think we, we found out on the live show that we did about the R7. We started hearing whispers that it was coming out. I started researching it for a live show, one of our live on two wheels episodes. And I was like, Oh, there was an R7 in the past. I didn't even know this. And to be honest, the majority of y'all, some of y'all care about it, but I honestly, like, I don't think a lot of y'all care. Uh, True. About the old R7. About the R7. Like, the old one's like, okay, cool. That was a cool bike of its time. Mm -hmm. It was old, though. We're talking decades ago. Most people don't care these days. Okay? So, when I heard that the new bike was going to be called an R7, I fully understand that the whole point of them calling it an R7 is to match up with their line. It is not hard to understand that. You can you can go back a couple episodes of Live on Two Wheels. We absolutely roasted Suzuki for having the most ridiculous product line of, of their naked bikes. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like they there was just all these F's and S's and XRs and and like all this lettering that was confusing as hell. See, that's that's a very good point. And why I I okay, so I'm I'm like on the fence, right? Because I do agree that like snagging that's like snagging somebody's number on a uh, on a team. Like uh, you know Yeah, I you, you know I, what I mean? get that, yeah. But this is them unifying their lineups. Right. Okay, so So there's MT Yes, the naked, and there's R, and there's R. So here's the thing, though. If you've got, uh, so this is one of those situations. Somebody is gonna be pissed either way. Yeah, you're either gonna have the minority of people that even know what it was. It's the vocal minority. Yeah, because they're all pissed off. They're like, "Oh, there's already been an R7. If it's gonna be called an R7, it should be like a super rare machine." How many thousands of people now are gonna be less confused when they look at an R and they know what they expect? Not only now. But moving forward, yeah. now it's going to be like, oh, R means fairinged sport bike. Yeah, it. I. To be honest, ever since I've posted the Instagram photos and the YouTube video, seeing how much backlash, and again, like you said, I think it's the vocal minority. But like, when you, so I've got a, a some photo sets pulled up. Um, if you'll switch to my screen real quick, Bo. So, guys, I compiled a list of, like, to show all the images of the bikes. How easy is it for a person that is looking for a motorcycle on Yamaha? Oh, I want a 300? Cool. MT-03, R3. Mm-hmm. And just for uh, shits and giggles, I put the price differences here on the side so we can all look at those. Oh, a 300 is uh, not really enough for me. Track only R6 if you're going to go the R6 route. Maybe I want a 700. So I've got an MT-07, and I've got an R7. $1,300 price difference. Oh, wait, wait. Go back up for a second. I just noticed what they did and the reason they did that headlight. 
look at the headlight on the MT-07. Yeah, 100%. It's a negative space of the of the the negative one. That's actually really good. It's, it's cool as hell. That's a really good design cue that keeps the language the same between the... Um, right. It, it, so you, even not knowing what bikes were what, you would know that they are, they have something to do with each other. And we're going to get to something else. Price point is eight nine 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 thousand dollars um r6 more than three thousand dollars more to be fair than an R7. That, that thing has always been a track bike that that they you know what i mean yes yeah, so that's that's one of the things i said in the video but we'll keep this on. is a street bike <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly so um this is where this kind of void space this R7's got that'll a lot be, of people. I don't think that'll be void That's long. not going to be void I, for I, long. Like, I don't it think just so. makes sense. The, let me be clear. Doing. Let me be clear. <laughs> Yamaha has <laughs> not told me anything. Zero things. They have gave me no hints. They, like, literally nothing. They are but, unifying their lineup. This makes sense. So here's a couple of things. We talked about the MT-10 a few episodes ago. The MT-10 now is the oddball out. So I think the next couple moves that Yamaha's making is the MT-10 is going to uh, get this design language and I'm sure we're going to see an R9. I, I would be shocked. Yeah. Um, because uh, I, I do want to be clear. A lot of people are confused at this, which we see a lot in the industry. R7, R6. Mentally, if you don't know what you're looking into, you think, oh, the bigger number, the faster the bike. Right? Entirely wrong. R6 is a race bike. R, it's also th- more than $3,000 yeah. more. So like that's a thirty percent increase in price. So yeah. like they are. Here's here's another thing that people get so confused with this R R seven. And I understand when somebody sees a bike called an R six and they see a bike called an R seven, they naturally want to think, oh, they're very similar motorcycles. And I've said this online a couple times, y'all. The only things similar to the R six and the R seven is the body position. And the look, yeah. literally everything is different. They are, you can't even compare them. Like the naming and the looks are so similar, so it's hard not to, yeah. but they could not be, as far as riding, I have five years of riding experience on an R6. I have more experience on an R6 than I have any other motorcycle in existence. That bike is not even kind of in the stratosphere of an R7. Yeah. That being what so, did you like say in the video, it's like it's a street bike that you could track. So my whole thing, the way I conceptualize these two motorcycles, the R6 is a track bike that you can ride on the street if you want to. The R7 is a street bike that can also be a phenomenal track bike. If I was to buy one, and let's just pretend I've got the uh, you know the thirteen or the twelve grand that I need for the R6. If I'm gonna buy one personally. It is a hands down R seven, not even kind of close. So the the MT seven is honestly, it's honestly one of like my favorite line, uh, bikes from that lineup. Just feels like a big ass dirt bike, right? It's a lot of fun, right? So the the MT seven was actually the first naked bike I ever did a first ride on, and to this day, I don't think I've giggled as much in a first ride because I rode it like, oh, it's a, it's a little six hundred something, you know, like it, it'll be fun. But it was a blast, and I did not expect it. So the, it always holds like a, a good spot for me because I, I remember how much fun I had on it. And um, so, so going back to like the R six versus R seven, there is no doubt the R six is a faster motorcycle. Oh, 100%. Let me let me yes. just go ahead and be very clear. <laughs> not even a question. I, I don't. But I I'm seeing how much confusion there is. Mm. I want to be stupidly clear. That is a faster motorcycle. If you buy that. And you will go in a straight line, and there's an R7 next to you. You will go faster, dude. Yeah, that it turns like it's a better performing bike. Yeah, it, it's a track like bike. You, you said that on several occasions. Well, so this <laughs> is this is a thing that I'm I was so confused about, and I even told Yamaha this. The their presentation, and I'll get into that after this, but their presentation was all about the R7 being made for the street, right? Yeah. So. Why would you hold a press launch at a track? <laughs> track? Don't get me wrong. I had an incredible time. I don't want anything to have changed. But now I'm back in the studio. I've I've had some time to think about it. And I, I said it in the day, but like low key, I was just like, bro, I'm just happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get like I'm just all happy the, to be included. I'm just, yeah, I'm just a happy boy. Um but 
I just don't understand why they did the press launch at a track because naturally, as reviewers, we're, I have to review it for the track. I am low-key, though. I am kind of happy they did it at the track because, one, we don't have that kind of opportunity here. Our first ride series do, do great, but it's all street-focused. So I was kind of like, hell yeah, press launch is at a track. Cool, because this way, when I do a first ride, dude, the first ride is going to be a whole different video. Mm-hmm. The first ride is going to be, okay, cool, I'm stopping at red lights. I'm getting around traffic. It's It's going to be an entirely different vibe. Right. Um, so be easier to edit. That's for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it, it'll, it'll also be honestly though, if you think about it, the first ride of our, our, the R seven that we're going to do a first ride on, that is going to be a far more valuable video than my fat butt on it going around a track. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure like people will buy this for a track bike, especially at that price point, a hundred percent, but there are going to be far more people that buy that as a everyday motorcycle that want that cool super sport feel. Um, so I, I honestly, I, I think uh, Yamaha is going to do absolutely incredible with this thing. Um, so I want to jump into the power delivery, at least the power delivery differences between an R6 and an R7 and kind of explain why the R7 is a thing other than syncing up the, you know, the R line and the MT line. Um, for you guys that haven't ridden an R6, R, the R6 is this very strange motorcycle where uh, I the guys hear me talk about it all the time. It's a very Jekyll and Hyde bike. You either are going, you have either no power, which is literally, uh, I, I don't know, probably somewhere between 1,000 RPM and 8,000 RPMs. There's very little power in the R6 in that range. But when you start getting to that 7,000, 8,000 and up, that bike starts screaming at you and it launches like a freaking rocket. So as a rider, that is incredibly hard to, you know, if you're coming into a turn, you're not in the right RPMs or in the right gear, you're going to be thrown off entirely. And one of the thing. One of the things that I noticed with the uh, R7 doing the the track day with, and to be clear, I haven't done track day in like four years, so I, I was also in a new suit. I was not prepared, but it's been longer than that, hasn't it? Just four or five. It's been a hot minute because you were that was Holly, wasn't it? Yeah, long time. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, one of the really cool things, and I touched on this in the uh, press launch video. One of the things I loved about the R7 was its power delivery, similar to the MT-07, very linear, very punchy up front. So it it doesn't matter as much if I'm in the right gear. It doesn't matter as much if I'm coming in at the right RPM because it's got more torque down low. There were numerous times, especially early in the day, I was trying to learn the track and try to figure that out. And... I would I would be in like two gears up from where I needed to be, come into a turn, you know, navigate it, do whatever I could, and then get through it. I could actually pull out uh, the R6. I remember when I was getting into riding in the mountains and stuff like that, I would come into a turn without being in the right spot rev range wise. And dude, you might as well be on a bicycle because you're going to be like, you know, you, you can't really shift in the middle of a turn. I mean, you you can, but it's that's suicidal. Um, the that, R6 makes like you... cruiser life, son. Now you're in my lane. <laughs> yeah. You, it's it, like, but, oh, fifth gear? Going 30 <laughs> miles an hour? <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. pulls. And you just have to just wait for it to cr- climb up on the revs. Um, and I, I do... I will Something I will agree with a lot of people... Uh, they say that the CP2 engine, the noise coming out of it is not as pleasing as the R6 noise. And, and, and to be honest, you know, back in the day, I was out riding my R6 like, and doing dumb stuff on the highway. Uh, there is a certain noise that that motorcycle makes. And it's just, and when it starts yelling, it's because, you know, microphones just cannot pick that kind of stuff up. Uh, it's a very unique noise. And I do understand that the CP2 engine just doesn't do that. I do want to get like, uh, I want to wait till the R7 comes out. We see uh, Akrapovic exhaust on it. We see a SE project or so something. Somebody in the chat brought up a good point. This mm-hmm. could be them also gearing 
into throwing this into the twins class? I don't think so. I mean, so here's the thing. Because yes, right now, the tw- their twins class is using the M207. Right. So here's the thing. Uh, Yamaha brought this up in their um, pre-press launch presentation. Yes, it, it will be a bike that can do that. But the reasoning behind this motorcycle is because, excuse me, they were doing... Sorry. <laughs> I'm a human, okay? I can't stop. Um, they did, uh, what are they called? Uh, where you bring people in and ask them questions. Focus group. They did focus groups. So check this out. They got focus groups of people that rode the R6, right, that currently had R6s that were riding them around. And they asked them why they chose to ride on an R6. Do you know what they said? Huh. They told them that they chose an R6 because it was easy to ride. Exactly. What? Do you, okay, so here's what they were doing. These people, I get it. They see a motor. The R6 looks cool. There's no nobody's going to deny that. The R6 looks amazing. These people are were buying R6s because they look cool. And bro, they were never revving the bike out. Uh. They did not exceed the the range in the revs to get to the point where the bike is actually made to ride. Gotcha. So all these people are over here just like lazy Susan, just like me. Nobody screamed a thing. If you don't scream in R six, you are wasting space. It is it is such a pointless motorcycle if you don't get that thing over nine thousand RPMs. So they were like, okay, cool. Would you rather? take off some top end which you gotta have a set of balls to take an r6 to 16.5 thousand rpms i'm pretty sure that's where it redlines or that's where it used to redline that I think the starship enterprise uses that rpm to warp drive <laughs> well Jesus. like bro seriously even in first gear you have to be going quick to be at 16.5 i mean you I mean, you have to be a straightaway. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, you're going so fast and your bike is so twitchy. That's another thing with the R6. When you're high up in the revs, the bike is super twitchy because that's where all the power is. It's all concentrated at the top. Anyway, Yamaha asked all these people, it's like, would you sacrifice some of the top end that you don't even use? You don't even... These people are being asked about the top end that they don't have any experience in. (laughs) What's the top end? What's the top end? I'm in in the bottom. They, They didn't even get to the middle. Anyway, Yamaha asked these people, like, would you sacrifice some top end and uh, to have some more low-end torque? Which, to these people, were the only torque the bike had. Was <laughs> it's it. the only thing they used. Oh, God. Anyway, so they asked them that. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll totally sacrifice some top end. No shit. No shit you will sacrifice top end. Uh, so they, they, they came out with the R7 to give a more even distribution of power where people will use it. It, it, it's, it. it makes so much sense as a motorcycle. If people want this cool, fancy racer look, which is awesome uh, with the R7, same with the R6, if you want that look, you can now have it and it be rideable. You can't ride an R6 around town and, and justify that motorcycle. You have to do stupid stuff like I did as a kid and did like highway runs where you're just going like a buck something and just doing dumb stuff. There's no point in it. All right. So what I want to do, because we do have to go to an ad. Dang it. I know. I want to address something that you and I discussed Mm -hmm. that has popped up several times now. In the chat? In the chat and in comments. and, Uh And that is what's underneath that plastic Aside from the crossplane two, uh-huh. the rest of of the goods that's underneath that plastic, because a lot of people are thinking that they just slap plastic on an MT07, and I want to get to that and yeah. address it. Okay, so do we'll, we need to do an ad first? We'll and go then... an ad, and then I'll let I'll release the Kraken. Oh God. Okay, guys. Yeah, we do. Uh, we are sponsored by Tonnet. We got to talk about them for a second. So. God, there's so much to talk about. All right, let's go to the ad real quick, and then we'll get to all this stuff in a second. What's going on, guys? So real quick, I'm going to show you guys how easy it is to submit your questions for the Live on Two Wheels show using the hashtag L2W. 
just as a reminder, if you guys actually submit a video and we answer your question on the show, we will be sending you a $50 Revzilla gift card or one of the other prizes that we will get from one of our other sponsors. So I've got my phone recording really quickly. First up, we're going to go to the Live on Two Wheels Club over on Tonic. So once you get into there, you guys can see somebody submitted a video of their MT-07. We're going to hit this plus icon. We're going to hit the camera icon. Uh, take video. At that point, uh, we're going to be here in the app. We're going to swap places. This is me actually doing it. Hey, this is me and uh, Chase and Bo. What is your favorite motorcycle and why? Okay. And if, if we say use video and then we go into this thing and we just say, you just, who can, who can share this post? You can put anybody, let's do only members done. And at that point, I'm going to hit a check mark. Now I'm not going to post it because I don't want to be selected to answer my own questions, but we want you guys to submit video questions so we can show them here on the show. And that's how easy it is to do that. So we look forward to getting some of y'all's video submissions over on Tonic. And uh, without further ado, we'll go back to the show. All right, uh, guys, uh, thank you for Tonic for sponsoring this episode. Um, if you guys want to win a $50 Revzilla gift card at the end of the episode, uh, what we do is we go over on our Tonic page, our, our um, club on Tonic. It's called Live on Two Wheels. There will be a link in the description. If you go over there and ask us a question, post a photo, post a meme of Bo, which we love the most, uh, put hashtag L2W. We're going to pick one of you guys at the end of the show and give you a $50 Revzilla gift card. Okay. Your question before the ad. Also, Tana, we love you. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. And uh, yeah, before the ad, you asked, people think that they took an MT-07 and, and they put- Slapped some plastic on it. So- and Some people think it's like, oh, they just inverted the forks. It's like, oh, it, they're basically, there is an, a misunderstanding at large that this is literally just a- MT07. MT07. So, I mean, the, the the quick answer is no. Like, the shock is different. The uh, the frame and subframe are the same. And if you notice, jump to my screen real quick. Um, they, if you look at the MT07, I, I know these pictures aren't highest resolution, guys. But so we still have a tubular frame from the R, uh, R7 and the MT07. But if you guys notice, there is this giant piece of aluminum that is there to structurally like hold the frame and geometry it better. It looks like the subframe starts in a different place too, but it's hard to tell in that. So I, I'm pretty sure they have the same frame, but the R7 has this structural element because obviously the the chassis of the motorcycle is going to be under far more stress on the on the person that's going to be pushing a person's going to push an R7 more than they're going to push an MT07, right? Mm -hmm. So they have this uh stress piece that i mean it, it just pops on and knowing how i rode the r7 versus knowing how an mt07 rides there is no way in hell that an mt07 would ride like that r7 did if i'm i'm almost a hundred percent certain that the uh shock is different the forks are totally different the the rake and trailer are different yeah that I, I like I said I can't tell 100% but it looks like the the subframe is at least a little bit different near where it connects in the yeah, back. Yeah, I mean the the, the point is they've like made they've taken steps to make this a different bike because the geometry is different, the purpose the, is different. The geometry is actually incredibly close to the R7 or the R6. The handlebars are just slightly up more and slightly more towards the rider and we're talking like super small changes. So as far as a riding position, it's going to feel almost identical to like if you're on an R6 and you go to an R7, it's going to feel like the exact same motorcycle. One of the main differences that you're going to feel on this bike is uh, the R7. It is incredibly thin. Yamaha said that it is the thinnest motorcycle they have created. It's thinner than the R3, legitimately. And when you are on a track with that thing, it is. It again, like just like the power delivers in a linear fashion, and you don't have to really think about you know where the power is going to be delivered. You don't have to think about the weight of this thing at all. You just you flick it in one direction, and it is going to fall in that direction. I had 
an incredible time into the track. And as many of the comments have talked about, I am not a huge track rider, right? I don't have a ton of experience with that, but that bike has so much more potential that I was nowhere close to maxing out. Because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to be bored of that motorcycle in, in, in no time. If you, like, I was scared to go faster than I was going on the on the track with that thing. So I, I really just don't understand the people that are like, they're going to get bored with a bike like that because there's so much to learn into because the bike is like, you know, in that, in that area, it's like you, it's, it's easy to ride and you still get the like super fun factor of, um, of getting to, uh, of getting to have this like super sport machine. Um, I want to check on any of the other stuff. Oh, so the price, uh, is something we haven't really talked about. Right. Um, that was another thing that Yamaha was talking to us a lot about is, um, they were showing us this graph Motorcycles are just getting more and more expensive, like incredibly expensive. Hence, an R6 costing $12,200, and bro, the MT-10 is Mm $12,900. The MT-10 is, can you imagine, 800 more, we're not, I can't even go down that path. I will, we don't have enough time, (laughs) (laughs) but super sports are just getting to a price point that nobody can afford. Everybody likes the way they look. But you can't afford them. So that is one of the reasons that that's one of the uh, huge things that Yamaha was trying hard on was to make a motorcycle in that super sport vein that people can actually freaking like put the money up for. Um, When I heard what the R7 was going to cost, like my mouth dropped. Nah, I mean, it makes it makes sense, dude, because one the r&d for most of the stuff is is already done and it's it's iteration and improvement so now that they're unifying the line right they can kind of like narrow down the issues they come from year model to year model right so it makes sense they they can pay off all the r&d quicker yeah if so they on, a, sell on a business end it makes total units. sense as well you know I, what i mean like yeah um uh, obviously like you make one good engine and then you focus on like how you, can you like diversify that engine up and and put it in two different classes um one of the interesting things though that this is kind of going to to push more toward that towards that conversation of uh Yamaha's got a big open spot here where they need an R9 uh the R7 if you went from if you just let's pretend you get an R3, right? You're you're a beginner rider, you've never ridden before. I've said multiple times the R3 is such a good uh beginner bike. I love the R3. Yeah. So, okay, you ride the R3 R R3. R3. <laughs> you ride R3 for a couple years and then you get an R7, right? You love the R platform, you just want a little more power. Naturally, you go to the R7. Going from the R7 to the R1, so it is... It so is a, this is the weird spot because... And, and this is why people were confused about the R6, R7 thing. is because the next step up in their current lineup is the R6. So it goes R3, R7, R6, R2, uh, right. uh, R1. So right now, technically... Why isn't it called an R10? Uh... Because R1 sounds so much better? I don't know. It's don't, weird. Anyway. I don't Yeah. The, Canon does the same thing with their cameras. Uh, the true. lower the number. Um, so the uh, as far as the lineup speed-wise, yeah. it's R3, R7, used R6, <laughs> R1. Truly. Because the R6 yeah. is going to start being track only. But we all know the R6 is such a freaking popular motorcycle. Bro, you're going to be able to get a used one of those yeah. For literally ever, yeah. They're it, it, like these people that are like, "Oh no, I'm never going to get an R6 again." Literally, Mountain Motorsports text me today because I asked them. I was like, "Hey, the second you guys get a used R6 in, let me know because I want to go do a video." They text me today <laughs> that a used one came in, and I'm going out to gonna I'm going to do a video R6 versus R7 video tomorrow. Like you guys that are loving the R6, that's fine. Go get a freaking used R6 and yeah. shut up. <laughs> like there's there's you, you act like they're all just going to be like gone 
You know what I mean? Like there's there's I've never had a new R6. I've always bought used because you know I'm a cheap bastard. But um, it, it's not like the R6 is going to go anywhere. You guys can right. always get used ones, but uh, I, that does get me really excited for an R9. Not gonna lie, yeah. like an, an R9 with the triple that the MT09 has would be a very good so middle like ground. The the ultimate like lineup for them, for me. And and this is like the simplifying and the unifying of their lines would be we've got the naked and the empty. Yes. We've got the R for the the sport. The super sport. sport. But like what about like the touring or ADV versions? This is what we were talking about in the shop the other day. So they currently have that T seven hundred, the Tenere seven hundred. Right. I I in my head, I'm pretty sure that Yamaha is going to just diversify the engines between Naked, Super Sport, and Adventure. There's going to be a Tenere 700. I don't think there will be a Tenere 300. Like You just need more engine than that, I, I think, personally. Um, I don't know, dude. That Royal Enfield, uh, the Himalayan, uh-huh. it's like a 400 or something like that. I mean, Itchy maybe. Bo- Itchy Boost took that bitch across. I mean, yeah, of course, it did break down, but like... <laughs> Some of the, <laughs> the older Himalayans. I'll tell you, I enjoyed the, the Royal Enfield bikes that I rode. So. You got to ride some at Motorfest. Yeah, that Continental GT 650. I've never ridden a Royal Enfield. So well, I, son, let's do it. Let's, let's uh, hey, it. hey, Royal Enfield. Uh, if you're watching or listening, in. if yeah. you're listening on one of your favorite podcast platforms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of your um, three favorite. So, I mean, maybe they'll make a Tenere 300, but I would love to see, like, Yamaha have this, like, engine class and then they just like diversify each one the, the you know obviously modify yeah. each one the r7 is not the same as an mt07 they have the same engine but they modify the externals to fit it for the job that it's there to do yeah i could totally see Tenere being uh you know i was showing you guys that those images on my computer like there's gonna be an mt line there's gonna be an r line and then right to the like left of that gonna line. be a t line yeah <laughs> Tenere line um, I think that's really cool. And yeah. then, so think about it that way. If Yamaha syncs up their line like this, they put all of their R&D in to make that one engine for that line, bro, price is going to go down. Yamaha's engines are already bulletproof. Right. And but so, like, like, then you have reliability. They've still ranked it like the mo- one of the most, if not the most reliable motorcycle yeah. out there. So you'll have that backing. Right. And easy to understand and digest lineup yeah but like as far as like because you know one of the issues with motorcycle pricing is they're getting so expensive if yamaha does that and they only have to make one engine for three different bikes like dude motorcycle brand new motorcycles are gonna be like affordable like you're actually gonna be able to buy a brand new motorcycle if you want it's not gonna be this crazy freaking world where um you're gonna spend twelve thousand dollars on an r6 you know what I mean? There is a Tenere 250. Really? It's in uh, Brazil. No way. Yeah. There's one as recent as 2020. So maybe that's another episode we need to dig into the Tenere. But like, people are already saying that like they think I'm paid by Yamaha. Like, uh, I wish. I <laughs> dude, am I right? Dude, my day rate would go up. I know. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. I wish I was paid by Yamaha. Unfortunately, I'm not. Um, yeah, dude. This is a this is a, this is a two fifty with the Tenere package on it. This is, right. Oh, come on. So bring it. people are bringing up the uh, Tracer Nine and Tracer Nine Hundred and the GT that's coming out. Right. I do know the Tracer Nine Hundred is there. I think that that's there. Like we're not ready for the Tenere Nine Hundred, so we're just going to keep rocking out the Tracer for a second. I think long term they're going to a Tenere One. <laughs> that Woo! would be great. That would be so hilarious. Yeah, you want to go up this mountain? Boy. <laughs> Right. Where'd the mountain go? <laughs> I blew the mountain up with my NASA engine. status. All right, <laughs> just just all of a sudden you see you, you see uh, Chase. <laughs> I forgot about the sound bite. Oh my god, I love him. Uh, hold on, I'm checking my topics to hit. Um, oh, so uh, I know that naturally a lot of people, and I, I've seen it kind of pop up in the chat a couple times. Um, the RS660. Right, naturally, people are gonna be like, "Hey, it's another cross plane." Uh, like, let let's let's like have the conversation. They're very similar motorcycles. 
but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, one, the RS660 is going, wow, 660. Did not my brain was, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) The the RS660, undoubtedly better motorcycle, right? Like, you're you're able to get a uh, TFT dash, you're able to get uh, an IMU uh, quick shifter, that's one thing I did not like about the R7. By the way, I think well, I was tell- I think I was talking to you. So about So somebody this. actually pointed out in the comments that thing is meant. Quick shifters are meant to be real high in the rev range. So somebody said that, but bro, but so like that on that so on, this, this, on that that particular type of quick shifter that is literally right. just a up. Like it's there's nothing fancy about it. It's so yeah. I, I was telling Bo this guys, uh, and I I read the comments like it's made to to do it. To, to engage at max RPMs or some shit like that. I think it was. I think it was throttle. R- well, yeah. regardless. Yeah. So what people don't understand is like we edit a video down. Yeah. Like there is so much, so many shots where like I just wasn't saying anything at the time. I had the bike pinned yeah. and I was hitting the quick shifter. It is intrusive. Like it, it takes so much to get it hit that it like disrupts what you're doing. I was using my. I was using the clutch the whole day. At the track, it, it felt. It, yeah, I tell you, it's editing. It, it sounded like. Um, so sometimes, and you know, you're not supposed to do this. Oh God! <laughs> when I'm, shift, I'm terrified when, right now. <laughs> when I'm shifting on the bolt, I'll just drop the throttle and jam it up. Oh, bro, that's the only way I. <laughs> on my I Yamaha, made my own quick shifter. On my WR, go, dude, clank, clank. <laughs> I do the exact same thing on my WR. It's just like full. Th- it's a two fifty, so like you're not going anywhere. It's full throttle, <laughs> let go, shift. You know, full back on. So, um, I, I totally get that. Honestly, I should have been doing that. That would have probably felt better to me because like that would feel more natural than use the quick shifter. Yeah. Um, but going back to the six six or six sixty undoubtedly that is a better motorcycle but the problem is it costs two thousand or three thousand more dollars than the the r7 so like it's of course it's gonna be better like why would it it would have to be terrible to be not could you imagine an aprilia that comes out costs two or three thousand dollars more than an r7 and then it's worse i will say the really cool thing about the 660 that brian was talking about he went to do the tuono launch for the 660 so it's kind of like apples to oranges, but it's, it's a similar motorcycle. I love the fact that Aprilia is doing this get an IMU in your motorcycle after the fact for a, an, an additional charge. I think that is, it's not revolutionary, but like that's going to really change the game moving forward. I really hope that we see more motorcycle companies do that. I would love if I was buying a middleweight Supersport and I could just pay a couple hundred bucks extra and get an IMU. Uh, I would be I would yeah. be totally down for it. You know, have like uh, leaning traction control measure, measurement unit, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, if if you wanted cornering ABS, it's you an accelerometer. An it's a gyroscope. It's all the things that tell the bike what's going on physically. Yeah. And it opens up. So like the way they are doing it with the 660 is they all the technology is built into the in, into the bike and the IMU is basically the measuring unit that allows all of that technology to be turned on and used. So yep. it's a really cool aspect. I would have loved to see Yamaha do that with the R7 because yeah. uh I will say and this is probably because of, of my terrible writing, there was a couple of turns that I started feeling sketched yeah. uh that long straight at amp and that first left that you take, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I nailed that turn once the entire day. <laughs> so uh, I, I know I hit that. Uh, Was that turn two? No, turn one. Turn one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's, okay. It's that long straight, and then you literally go in the other direction. There was a couple times I was leaned all the way over, as le- leaned over as I could be, and the rear wheel just started feeling weird. So I got sketched. I was probably fine. We had really nice tires that day. Um, oh, that's another cool thing. The R7, there are a set of Bridgestones that are made specifically for that motorcycle. If you go, if you if we like went up the mountain and grabbed uh, a set of those tires and we didn't tell them we wanted the R7 versions, they would not give us the right tires. So they have a specific Bridgestone like compound or some shit that is specifically made for the R7, which is, I mean, that that's pretty freaking cool when you're working, you know, with a tire company that's making literally tires for uh, for the specific bike. Um, 
I'm trying to think. God, there's so much I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I'm trying to think of everything that I needed to hit. We hit it it's, on. It's a thing again where you keep talking to the camera. Yeah. We hit the price. This is the first time that I've drank water at the office. So. Oh, God. Okay. But I was gone. <laughs> um, so we hit the price. We hit on it's made for the street. Uh, to be honest, guys, like after sitting through that Yamaha presentation, and seeing kind of like where their heads were at in in making this R7. We're going through that initial phase right now where the people are upset that are going to be upset, like whoop-de-doo. But when it comes to people getting keys and riding that motorcycle in the majority of the places that they're going to ride it, which is on the street, and they realize how much more usable the bike is the, it's going to feel like a better bike for one than an R6 if they're coming from an R6 like if they have experience excuse me i i fully believe that just like the R3 is a purpose built machine for the street and people love the hell out of it the exact same thing is going to happen with the R7 you guys are going to see these people start getting their R7s they're going to be riding them around the street and you're going to realize how that power is made exactly for how you're going to be riding like people are going to love the motorcycle and it's going to sell super well we had a guy in the chat i don't know if he's still in here but he was in here earlier he said he pre-ordered an r7 the moment it came out and he said by the time he got home from work that day they were sold out yeah like you're giving people you're giving people literally what they ask for they want a super cool motorcycle that that has that look of the R6, you want it to be easy to ride in town, which is where the majority of people ride it, and you want it at a price point that is going to leave you some money in the bank. You get it. You get an R6-looking motorcycle that has mid and low-range torque for nine thousand dollars, so, and it fits their lineup. So here's here's the thing: most people. And you brought this up. Most people who love an R6 aren't using the R6. The vast majority. So, and, and there are some people out there that do. That, see, Absolutely. We, yeah, so, let, let's give the vocal minority their their shine. So we know there are means, people that do that. So what this means is Yamaha. Yeah, I mean they know they they have to know because that's their job is to know yeah what kind of power people are using most people who own an R6 are riding it in the streets 90% of you riding in the streets are going to be puttering st- stop and go stop and point go point to point yeah even on highway you going to go 16.5000 rpms on the way to work in the morning at 9 o'clock? this, this is so the first bike that i ever owned was the fc6r which is if i if i recall correctly based off of the old r6 engine the fc6r yeah yeah right tuned down for the street yes that thing was a i mean still like a stupid fast bike right didn't wind up as high most of its power was down low it was more forgiving in those lower rev ranges so it didn't bog out as bad that's essentially what this r7 is is a street tuned yeah race bike it's a it's a bike that they go okay this engine has been used in the twins class right it's been very successful there so like what can we do to bring that down Right from where they're at, and then the MT-07, same same kind of thing. It's like the 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 top of the line is the people who were who are taking it to the track. Yeah, most people aren't taking it to the track. They're riding it. They're also, riding it to the freaking store or or to work every day. That right. FC6, I rode every single day to my job in an IT department building. 12 miles away from my house that's it and then maybe what once every three months we'd go to the mountains bro i promise you that if somebody if you take two guys Hashtag store gang <laughs> okay okay to because i have to ask this did you ever when you get a new bike or when you first started riding did you just like make up reasons to leave the house you're just like oh uh i forgot um 
I forgot I forgot this thing at the store. And you come back and be like, oh man, I forgot this other thing at this other store. Um, no. You you <laughs> you just say, Oh, I need this thing. You go ride and come back and be like you get back and you're like, shit, I didn't grab anything. Let me go out again just to grab the other thing. And I would you look never... my wife in the face and I'd be like, uh, do you need anything at the store? He's like, No. Are you sure you don't need anything at the store? You've never been a better husband than you when I'm, you started I'm just writing. Think, I know. I'm thinking of you. Do yes. you need anything? I. You know what? If you don't need anything, I'm just going to go pick up some stuff just in case. You want some snacks? I'm going to have some snacks around. Maybe a, a Twix bar or some gummy I'm, worms. I'm pretty sure. You'd have to ask Heather, but I'm pretty sure when uh, I ah. first got the MT-10. <laughs> she said yes. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure when I first brought home the MT-10, because like I think I've talked about when I got that MT-10 home, <laughs> I had a resurgence of love for motorcycling. Like That's how big of a deal it was. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there was multiple times like, babe, you had a paper clips. I'm sure we're out of paper clips. Hundred <laughs> percent, you have because I've I've seen uh, we were it was when we were at the shop when we had to shop in that in your garage and yep. you would just be like, all right, well I'm gonna go pick up um, a drink. Anybody want anything? And I'm like, right, your house is uh, you have a fridge ten it. feet away. <laughs> we're in it right now. And it's just any excuse to get out and ride. Right. We should do we should do a show on. What, on like, bikes <laughs> while we're riding i mean i don't know if it's a piece of content for youtube could, or if it's a live show possible for, technically yeah but we it, we're bro we can barely do this so let's calm down with that um I, we should do an episode on the like how the mt10 got me fall fell me back in love with riding or something like that we got four minutes oh my good god um what? so long story short the MT-07 is a better, slower, middleweight for Yamaha. Like R- if we, R7. if what did I say? MT-07 <laughs> or that too. The <laughs> R7. So at the end of the day, whole, if we were to boil this whole show down, the R7 is a slower, middleweight supersport that Yamaha is going to blow up. That is going to make more people ride, and not only is going to make more people ride, I would bet my reputation on more people are going to ride and get better at riding because it allows you to go fast, look fast, and you don't have to focus on being fast. You can focus on the million other things, which your is a body good, position, a good point to how you're up. holding the handlebar. There, there are so, bro. So, so if people in the comments, so I edit that video. What you see where he looks slow, and I will say, he wasn't the fastest person on that trek by a long shot. There was guys out there, fuck, they're smoking you. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> Go that's to what 521 they, or whatever that yeah. timestamp is where but, you guys fly past. But he they, he was getting on it. What you see in the video are the times where he's talking because that's what the point is. And at that time, he was not going fast. But, like, he's getting it. You can, like, you're tapping out 100 in the straights. Uh, 60, 70. I like, think the best I got was like 102 yeah. at that la- at the last turn yeah. where you lean onto the front. But, I mean, so like you were you were hucking it, you were getting it. So that's just one to, of the things. Just check out Ebe's footage. <laughs> well, like I, I I'm not gonna sit here and argue with the comments. No, but no, like, I'm just saying like that's the that's something because I don't want that to. Um, I don't want the idea to be that this is a slow bike. It is not a slow bike. No. Right. Absolutely not. It looked slow on, on our video because our point wasn't to show you how fast it was. Right. Like, and, But also, like... You'll have to check out the first ride for that. Well, like, people have no mm-hmm. idea. For I, I, So I found this out on that track day, by the way. I know we're running, like, close to time at all. So, it's okay. You, I don't have to go to Texas. <laughs> good point. Um, so, like... I've been writing and talking to myself for 10 years, right? It's pretty natural to me. I haven't ridden at speed and tried to talk to myself. That's a new one. (laughs) So you guys can ask Bo. There were a lot of times I was trying to go at speed and my brain came to a point of like, look, bro, you got two options. (laughs) You can ride fast and shut the hell up or you can start talking and slow the hell down. My favorite, I think it was your third or fourth run. Yeah, I, you just all you were you were talking the whole time, but all you were doing was yelling instructions to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'll, I don't even remember. The only part I remember that is of the back big turn. I remember coming to the end of it, and I don't know why. This is it. Just it's what it, it was a flow of consciousness to me. 
I was coming around the back turn and I kept backing off because I was worried about the little shift and going down the back straight. I came into that last turn and I was, I don't know why. I just started. <laughs> you dingus. I just started yelling, charge, charge. <laughs> What we have to find that clip, and I have oh, to. It's in I there. Need, I, I just, need to post I, it somewhere. I, the I think I have like I think that was the shortest clip of it because all you were doing the entire time was just like, all right, break in here, okay, breaking, all right, now pull through. You were like, it did help though. You did. It was your best. <laughs> My best lap was me mentally coaching myself on of like, you got this. Just lean. Go. George. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, I got on the on the straight at the front after that little charge section. And I was just thinking to myself, what the hell is happening? I'm literally yelling to myself. This goes far and beyond me just talking to myself. Oh, 100%. Oh, God. Um, so, guys, we're we're out of time here. Uh, we we got to do the... We're going to do the L2W thing. Uh, yep. So, you guys that go check us out on Tana and follow the club uh, live on two wheels, uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, Bo's going to look for an L2W real quick. All right, so we, um, got, we got two options. Also, dude, this has been by far the biggest live stream we've done. So, shout out to all you guys. We appreciate y'all checking yeah, out homies. our little weekly live live show you can tell people are freaking excited about this bike <laughs> bro or, so it's like it's one of those things everybody's excited and this may be on the other side of the fence like one side or the other and that's what i like about yeah it's just conversation so like i'm not a sport bike guy i but i do appreciate when businesses try their to to unify that because i hate 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 Brand confusion, model <coughs> confusion. So sorry, something's in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Bonneville. God, hey, um, don't you fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got two options. I'm gonna come over there. Okay. Uh, so guys, thank you guys for checking out our live show. We're gonna pick somebody, get our little fifty dollar uh, gift card to Revzilla, and we do this every week. So you guys uh, make sure to come back next Thursday, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and follow us on podcast platforms, your favorite ones, Just specifically one, Spotify. Two, <laughs> All right, so we have two of them. I want you to look and see which one. This and this? Mm -hmm. Have either of these people won before? No. Um, I like this one because... Let's do, of, let's do that. So Dinah Divine asked us, uh, what's the question? Whenever we do camera car, do we get weird looks? Uh, yeah, okay. So let me, uh, let me put my, uh, my, head, my ears back on. <laughs> All right. Dinah Divine, when you do first rides and you use the camera car, do you get... Do you ever get any weird interactions from people? And the answer is a resounding yes. Well, we do, but like our camera car is so stealth, though. Like I, I feel like there we is nothing stealth about the back end of that Jeep, and I can tell you from operating the gimbal and driving it, uh -huh. the looks that you get. Everywhere we go, people think that we're filming like a movie or something. We are. It's a first ride movie. My favorite <laughs> interaction thus far, because sometimes you'll see like, people and they kind of like ham it up or they're like look over. Mm -hmm. This one lady was in her car at a stoplight and she was on her phone and she looked over and she just sunk down like she had warrants. <laughs> she just disappeared and I was like oh bro what somebody's parole officer is gonna be real pissed to find out she's out there <laughs> oh so you that actually brings up a really good point for one uh Dina divine uh Bo will be in touch with you to get your uh gift card but bro that's one of the things I am the most excited for for our first ride is the camera car footage of an r7 you mean actually? Don't you do it. Okay. Don't you do it. No, we're not going there. <laughs> okay. Well, I will just say this. I am excited to be given the opportunity to produce camera car footage of that specific motorcycle. That's fair. <laughs> I'll let you keep that. Uh, so, guys, stay tuned. Uh, the Yamaha said we'll be able to get an R7 in the shop. Uh, I don't know when that will happen, but seeing how you guys reacted to our r7 press launch video i imagine will probably be pretty high on the list of of media to get an r7 and the second we get that thing we can actually put boots on the ground we can actually test it in the environment that it's made for and that's going to be the true test honestly I think it's a phenomenal track bike. I would prefer the R7 over the R6 for a track bike, honestly. Price-wise and stuff, uh, it, 
I, I would have a better time on track with an R7. And uh, that's what we got. It, I'm I'm excited. You guys are clearly either excited or pissed. Either way, it doesn't matter because it's it's the whole everybody's talking about this thing. Yeah. So uh, it's an exciting time, man. Yep. I'm excited about the R7 coming out. Uh, will it be the awesome road bike? I hope it is. I, I hope so. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that it's going to be until I ride it because that's but what that's literally what you do it's literally my job is like i loved it for what it is right now but i haven't ridden it yeah you guys should hold to on go. to your butt yeah when the when the uh when when the first ride comes out we're gonna be like it's gonna be full on yeah if i'm giggling if i giggle in the first ride of the r7 yeah. then that's when we know yep that's when we know all right guys well you guys have a phenomenal rest of the week uh for you guys that are new here uh thanks for checking out the live show we really appreciate it and uh we will be back here next thursday 5 p.m eastern standard time giving out more revzilla gift cards and talking more motorcycles because we do this every week we'll see you guys then and uh for you listener people we'll try to have the podcast episode out tomorrow we were bad about it last week but you know, we had all the meetups and stuff. So. I was in Texas, so it's not my fault. Yeah, well, fair fact. That that being said, we put the podcast out today, so. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get better at that, we promise. You guys have a good rest of the week, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Garbage Trunk Boy, bye.